all the way from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, by way of Sacramento, California. This is Kings in the North podcast. And now, the starting two for your listening pleasure. Standing six feet four inches tall at a Jesuit high school, the half-Greek freak, Nick Economy. And standing six feet tall out of McClatchy High School, Big Baller Ben. Kings in the North podcast is sponsored by Cash Considerations. For donations, hit up our Patreon. And live from our living room, it's Kings in the North podcast. Today's show, we have a couple treats for you guys in lieu, not Ty lieu, of Halloween. We'll do the classic breakdown, league news, name a better duo, and we'll wrap it up with Dan's hot take. And as always, we have Nemanja Ben and Nemanja Nick here for your listening pleasure. Starting off this week with the first matchup with Denver in Denver. At altitude. Yeah, at altitude. We definitely saw a drop-off in performances and probably one of the toughest places to play. I, I mean, close behind is uh, Salt Lake, mm-hmm. another altitude stadium. Really tough places to play. Anyway, we saw a very large loss to the hands of a great team helmed by a great coach, Mike Malone. Yeah, this is one of those over-in-the-third-quarter type of games. Um, Although we were the first team to put up 100 um, on the Nuggets, a very, you know, defensive-minded team under Coach Malone, who uh, they, they held the Golden State Warriors to 98 points, um, the game before, so that was good to see that you know we're still keeping the pace up, still scoring the ball, even if we are giving up 140. Yeah, points. and I mean we saw a really good effort out of Marvin Bagley, who in an interview said that he did feel the altitude for the first couple minutes, but once that second win kicked in, he was fine, and you really saw it in that fourth quarter. He dominated the game for the last what, six minutes. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of garbage time, but it, it just shows his work ethic. And he wasn't afraid to, to go out there and really make his impact, even in the game that wouldn't really change outcomes. Yeah, I mean, he had he had five blocks, and it just... It really shows that, you know, scouting can only go so far, because his little draft analysis said that he that he wasn't this defensive presence. And what we're seeing is each and every game, he's doing a lot on the defensive end, um, around the rim, no easy buckets type of player. We had seven guys in double figures. That's the highest um, mark this season. Obviously, some of that can be attributed to the quarter plus of garbage time. But again, it's, you know, it's good to spread the wealth. Um, Harry Giles, very frustrating game. 15 minutes, no points. Um, I, I, I still continue to, you know, enjoy watching Harry. At the same time, I don't know, you know, exactly what GQ Dave, what his plan is. If we can get him 20 minutes a game, I think that'd be very, um, that'd be a positive impact for his, his young career. 15 minutes is probably the lowest lowest I'd go, though. I don't want to see him sitting too much. Yeah, that was a big thing that happened later in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he only played six minutes against Memphis. So, 
and then barely played against uh, against Washington. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how Dave handles that going forward. Um, but Bagley, really great game. Uh, faced two defensive, defensively, uh, I mean, defensively apt, but not great centers. Correct. Uh, in in Plumley and in Jokic, they they're not the most athletic duo, and Bagley definitely had his opportunity, and as well as Millsap, an older, a little bit more washed player. Mm-hmm. Um, Bagley definitely had his opportunity, and he took it. He he was really effective, and was dominant when he was on the court. So. That was fun to watch. And moving forward, another team that had a very good defensive center, mm-hmm. Memphis, uh, with their the matchup in the Memphis game. Kings won ninety seven to ninety two. Couple highlights: Buddy Heald, huge game. Yeah, uh, twenty three points, two assists, seven rebounds. On 50% from the field and 50% from three. As well as De'Aaron, who had 21 and had a couple of missed free throws at the end that almost really came back to haunt us. Yeah. But, I I mean, that's, that's expected. He's a young player. He'll figure it out. Yeah, let's hope the whole team does because free throw shooting's been terrible the whole year. It's definitely going to come back to bite us. In this game, he shot 55% from the line, which is basically unacceptable. Um, we're the second worst team in the league from the charity strike. Only ahead of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Correct, who are off to a very slow start um, themselves. Yeah, we're shooting 65% from the line, which is, again, it's you know it's unacceptable. we got to knock down these free throws. It's, so, it's, it's one mean, area of the game that we, we kind of have direct control over improving. And, and one thing that hasn't really changed in the last 60 years of basketball is the free throw and how teams do on free throws. Historically, it's right around 73 74% from, from the charity stripe uh, per season. And it's definitely something that we should aim to be above. I mean, right. free throws aren't that difficult. But this early in the season, it's not something to really be worried about yet. There's still a lot of times to improve, so it, it's something that we can focus on later. Yeah, um, I don't know if I already mentioned this. I'll reiterate it. We had five five players in double figures. Obviously, you touched on Buddy's twenty three points, very effective night shooting, especially from deep. Um, it was a, a fun matchup with De'Aaron Fox and Mike Conley. Um, they're both obviously on the quicker end of the spectrum. Um, we were hearing the whole night about Mike Conley's shooting woes earlier in his career, the parallel to De'Aaron Fox. Um, I think, yeah, I think if, well, from a fiscal standpoint, if De'Aaron Fox can uh, aspire to be Mike Conley, he'd obviously be happy. But from a fan standpoint, if we can get a, a Mike Conley... But know, healthy... One that's that's what I was just gonna say. If we available. Get, if we can get a Mike uh, Mike Conley type player without the the you know injury prone uh, factor, that would be perfect. Um, it was it was great to see Omri Caspi 
Um, he's he's obviously with Memphis now. Um, he gave him some quality minutes, and someone I've just always enjoyed watching. Yeah, a, a very interesting player, just a knockdown shooter. Yeah, that's also a mismatch for a lot of players because he's six foot nine. He can take you into the paint. He can pull up from three. You saw the shootout between him and Steph a while back. Yeah. So always been always fun to watch Armory. Um, moving on after Wednesday's win, we saw the Washington former Bullets now Wizards at home at Golden One Center with the doors open. One thing I'd actually like to say about the Memphis game. We held the Grizzlies to under 100 points, so we beat the 90s Nuggets record of 82 games giving up 100 or more points. That was the one thing I was talking about last week. If we can um, keep a team basically under 100. If we can te- yeah, basically if we can keep a team under 100 points, basically guaranteed the win because we're scoring at a very high rate. So that was good. Sorry to all the Denver fans out there. Those teams, those Nuggets teams were terrible. Um, yes, they were. Again, or like you were saying, on to Washington. At home. On NBA TV. As well as CSM California. Correct. Um, this was a quality win. We curbed the big second quarter run that, you know, had me biting my nails a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, every time that, that they made a run... Uh, the, the, the Kings did something to just hang around. I mean, at, at a point we were down, what, 10, 11 points? Mm-hmm. And we, we, we really never let those runs get to us, which was a great, great sign. So, for, uh, so that's a big development for, for the boys. And it, it's good to see. Um, hopefully we can continue sticking around and not have too many of those Pelicans or Nuggets games. So, uh, yeah, that was a good good sign. Yeah, for sure. Um, this game obviously was led by N- Nemanja's twenty six and twelve. That was huge. Um, Post game interview looked very content with Sacramento. Don't looked- know if he really understood what they he was being asked Correct. the whole time. Couple couple questions he had str- he. He'd answer with very generic basketball responses. Yeah, like the 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 defense. If he takes pride in his defense, and he was just talking about offense, uh, is it, it was it, like it was like the in in two K my player. You know, the yeah. very generic responses. You're right. Oh yeah, a solid game for Willie, who has been amazing the whole season. Honestly, yeah, I'd really like to see. I mean, at this rate, I'd like to see him come back. We at one point we saw Vladi. Have a couple reactions to Willie hitting some clutch shots and make some clutch plays. Yeah, he had a big 17, Buddy with um, 22. Basically, you know, everything helped with this win. Uh, On the opposite um, side, Bradley Beal had 21. That was a late addition. Did not expect him to play. A really interesting one was Otto Porter Jr., Mm -hmm. who started the game, but only got about 21 minutes and only took, I think, Nine shots. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Uh, the Washington Post wrote an article today about how the the Wizards are starting their midseason meltdown early this year. Correct. 
So if every team that we beat has a midseason meltdown early, it'll be a fun year. Yeah, the one thing from this game is is what we were talking about last week, um, is if we can get some scoring from you know someone that that isn't Buddy or De'Aaron, um, we'd we'd win the game, and that's basically what happened. Um, we were outscored by Washington's backcourt, and yet Nemanja drops twenty six. We play some solid defense here and there, and we win the game. That's that's kind of how it's going to work for this team. I think you're going to get a consistent um, night from Buddy and De'Aaron, um, well, at least De'Aaron. And you know, Buddy's going to be he's kind of a street shooter, but he's going to give you some solid numbers. If we can, you know, if Willie then bogged on when he comes back, as correct? Well. Don't, can't never forget about the Serbian sniper. But but if we do get a big game out of Willie or Nemanja or Bagley, or hopefully eventually Giles. Correct. And even Justin Jackson, who has the potential to turn it on and hit a couple big shots now and then. Those are the those are the guys, the key guys that we need to to really sustain a good win streak. Yeah. Um, speaking and, of, sorry. Speaking of Giles, just one thing I remember from the game was that the the second quarter. Um, in the second quarter, we had given up. You know, a, a, a run um, defensively, we weren't looking too hot. But Harry came in, hit a big and one that started our run that obviously eventually led to the win. He was fired up. Obviously, I was fired up. Unfortunately, we didn't actually see him to do more in that game. He only played four minutes. Yeah, but... So. That it was it was huge. I I don't really understand the substitution. You know, he looked okay, and I you know who knows. So it was just good to see him happy with his production. Um, another player, uh, two way contract, Troy Williams, played some really solid defense, but made one big shot too. What big shot when it mattered? Correct. I noticed. Overall, he stopped the fast pace offensively. Um, I don't know, maybe back to Stockton for now, but someone I'd I'd like to see with the team here and there. Yeah, I mean, he reminded me a bit of a guy like Jakar, somebody who's willing to work really hard on D mm-hmm. and put in a couple of effort plays here and there. Not not really the most talented player, but somebody whose who's work and work rate is respected. Correct. So... It was fun to watch. Yeah, the obviously, like we said, we got the win that left us at three and three, a five hundred ball club. Obviously, it's only six games, nothing to write home about. A better record than the Lakers, correct? Um, we're a half game out of eighth. Obviously, it's only six games, nothing to write home about. But it's it was a fun week. It's it, one of one of the best Kings starts since what two thousand fourteen. Yeah, when the the five and one start and the subsequent firing of Mike Malone later yeah. in the year doesn't make sense to bring in George Carl Pete D'Alessandro. Why? <laughs> yeah, George Carl. We needed the ears. Yeah. Um, okay, that that basically does it for the the recap. Um, you want to move on to the couple treats we have for the audience? Yeah, let's uh, let's move on. So here we have a new segment for you guys. We were thinking recently about 
what player is like what movie? So we came up with a movie for each player in the roster, excluding two-way players. Um, you want to you start? Yeah, just to, to preface this, this can be, you know, if the title is applicable or the plot. Or the play style. Correct. Anything goes. Just something fun for you. A nice treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll kick it off with D. Fox. Um, De'Aaron Fox, Speed. The Obviously, the Keanu Reeves blockbuster. Wonderful, terrible film. Yeah, uh, just a lot like the bus. De'Aaron can never play under 55 miles an hour. Correct. So, he... Or else he might... You never know what might happen. He might explode. So, uh, very, very fun, very apt connection there. Um, moving forward, Ben McLemore. A lot like The Room. Uh, a film, not not the Brie Larson film, Room, but the Tommy Wiseau, The Room. Um, a, a player that isn't probably the most interesting, isn't the best, isn't really good, <laughs> and just keeps resurfacing for reasons that people don't understand. <laughs> Correct. Also, makes some mistakes sometimes that are pretty funny, just like getting the ball stolen from him twice. In a row. Yeah. Um, no, that was that was a good one for sure. All right, Buddy Heald, um, the Love Guru. Obviously, Buddy Love, the Love Guru. But you know, from a player plot standpoint, one of those movies where it, you know it gets a lot of heat. But uh, I enjoy it. I'm a big Mike Myers guy, and with Buddy, obviously, I throw a lot of heat Buddy's way. But I also enjoy watching him. In play. So, Buddy Love, the Love Guru. Yeah, at least he doesn't get five-hold, like like in the Love Guru. Correct. Moving on, Costa Kufis. Uh, we went with Mamma Mia because of the Greek Isles, even though he's from Ohio. Yeah, no, that was definitely... Uh, that works, for sure. All right. Bogdan Bogdanovich. This is one of my all-time favorite movies. Very underrated. It's got Jude Law... And it's Enemy at the Gate. And in the film, Jude Law is... He's not a Serbian sniper, he's a Russian sniper, but close enough. So, uh, Bogdan, Enemy at the Gate, sharpshooter. Harry Giles up next. We chose a a great Dennis Quaid classic, Mm -hmm. The Rookie. About an old man who was a little washed... And entered the league later than expected, just like our boy Harry. Entered the league a little later than expected. But ends up having a great season in in the rookie. Dennis Quaid plays a pitcher. So, not direct comparison, but very similar. Yeah, An older rookie. Correct. Just like, let's, let's hope Harry, you know, follows in, in Dennis Quaid's footsteps and, and would, ends with a great year. It would also work for Ben Simmons. Correct. Who, old rookie. Up next, we got Marvin Bagley the third. Um, the movie Black Panther. Um, Marvin is a little bit of a superhero himself. Go ahead. And he's also signed to a great shoe company, Puma. Correct. That's that's why we we picked Black Panther. Probably one of their biggest athletes aside, or at least basketball athletes, and the first player to sign with the resurgent. Puma basketball. Correct. Marvin Bagley, Black Panther, rocks the Pumas. 
Uh, up next, we have Willie Trill. Uh, his movie is Diamonds Are Forever. It'd be pretty funny to watch Willie in a spy movie, honestly. I don't think he could be very sneaky. He's, he's a big dude. Yeah, this is... But I... we, we've all seen his grill. And yeah. those diamonds will last forever. He's definitely flossy. Um, the... This also works because he's double zero, and he's a seven footer. Double o seven, double o seven footer, licensed to trill. There it is. That could have worked too. All right, up next, Nemanja Bjelica, snatched because we snatched him from the jaws of Europe. Basically, it. A movie that I, I kind of liked, honestly. Hate Amy Schumer. Wasn't that bad in that movie. Or Trainwrecked with LeBron James. I fell asleep during Trainwrecked. Oh, wow. Okay. So well, That's a little hot take that's there. That's a hot take. Yeah, LeBron with the spray on hair to cover up the bald spot. Great movie. Love Bill Hader, too. Bill Hader's hilarious. Good. good All right, up good. next, Frank. Go for it. Yeah, for Frank, uh, we have one of a, cl- a classic mid two thousand superhero movie, Underdog. <laughs> Uh, just like Underdog, Frank is very small, but yet very mighty, and can come on and provide very, uh, powerful minutes. So, Frank, we salute you. Yeah, up next, uh, Shump. We got Avengers Infinity War. If you would like to take over this one, go for it. Yeah, uh, just like... Spoiler alerts for anybody who hasn't seen this movie yet. Just like... But if you're on the internet, you know. Yeah. Meme culture, you know what happens. Just like Tony Stark at the end of uh, of the movie. He has to watch all of his friends fade away as they go on to more prominent things. In the movie's case, death. <laughs> In this case, Los Angeles. Almost equal. That, that definitely works. Alright, up next we got Zebo, someone who has not played a minute this season. Uh, he's always rocking a suit that did not come into effect the movie choice. We picked Grown Ups 2. This is for a couple reasons. So, basically, Grown Ups 1. Shouldn't have worked, somehow did. Great, uh, really, a pretty solid movie. Uh, pretty funny. Movies like that often don't work because there's just too much star power and in that case like they're all just kind of dumb yeah so kevin james dumb adam sand dumb david spade genius yeah but um like the latter half of zebo's career it's you know should it in the movie sense should that movie have been made grown-ups too who knows it obviously made some money and then in Zebo's case, should he still be on, you know, a team? Why not? In our case, we're not really playing him. So, it's good to have him in the locker room. Yeah, um, should it have made as much money as it does? Probably not. Correct, that's a great parallel as well. Uh, but, you know, he's a veteran presence. Can never have too much of that. So, we'll, we'll uh, keep moving forward with our final player... Scal Labissier. Uh, we chose for this one Stand By Me because obviously he's had a tougher season re- so far. And really, we, we did just extend him. So let's stand by him as a fan base 
and hope he gets more minutes. Yeah, and, like like Harry, it the, the you know the top recruits out of high school. Obviously, they can ball. Let's stand by him, at least for now. And that's all for the movie segment this week. Uh, hope you liked it, and let's move on to the uh, next week's matchups. We got four games. Uh, a little preview. We got Miami and Orlando on a back-to-back. In Florida. Correct. Miami uh, comes in at uh, three wins, two losses. They're looking like a lock for the five through eight. Yeah, they, the East. Their, their record might be a little deceiving. They've had a pretty tough schedule. That's actually... Starting out. That's... Uh, they played the Raptors, um, which is one of their two losses, uh, who... who have really looked like the second or third best team in the league with the addition of Kawhi Leonard. So, very interesting team. Orlando has started hot, beating the Celtics early on. Um, they have a lot of length on that team. I mean, uh, a front court of of Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, and Mo Bamba, like, combined have... Not, not the song, Mo Bamba. Yeah. The, the namesake of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, combined have a wingspan of something like 24 or 25 feet. And that's three people. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's The, the question is, can they fit together? And so far this season, they, they've shown flashes. Yeah, like my uh, or, Orlando's another team with the deceiving record. They're 2-4 and four right now, a couple recent losses. They played a lot of good teams on the road. Milwaukee, Boston, Philly. Those are, you know, and, obviously tough games. And beat Boston at the Garden. So, they they are definitely a team to, to look out for. Not a, a definitive win. And not really a team that you can guarantee is going to tank this year. If, I mean, the Magic often do start off hot. Look at last season when they started, what, like 10-5? and five. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see how, how this week goes. After the back-to-back... We have Atlanta in Atlanta. First time seeing Trey Young play against our Kings. Yeah, the Hawks have wins over the Cavs, who are god awful, and I guess that will. And the Mavericks. And the Mavericks, who you know. That was a, that was a nice comeback victory for them. But they were down twenty six at one point. So, really, really an interesting one. Um, we we you know we mentioned the Cavs. Might as well bring it up now. Um, they said farewell to a good friend of LeBron James and former coach, Ty Lu. Yeah. Um, after starting, what, 0-6? The worst le- record in the league? Basically, they just don't have a win. Yeah, they're And, and they don't have, they don't have a, a, a shot or a prayer or any way you want to phrase it. Team's looking trash. Look for K-Love to be shipped off. I don't know if anybody wants to absorb that contract, though. That's true. Look it's for a big one. Look for K-Love to be shipped off to I a think, team that wants to absorb a contract. Yeah, and a pick. I think a bigger um, bigger chance of a player being shipped off is look at Kyle Korver going to a team that is in need of three-point shooting, like the uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm. That that would be an interesting addition to their team, especially. I could even see Kyle Korver going to um, the Lakers. Honestly, yeah, uh, I mean, a team like the Lakers, like OKC, struggle with outside shooting, but are still going to try to make a push for the playoffs this year. That'd be a good landing spot for Kyle. Um, we'll see how everything shakes out. Never never know what uh, Kobe Altman will try to 
do in the next few days. You never know what Dan Gilbert's up to. Yeah, you never know what type of backroom deals they might be shaking out. Yeah, and with their luck, they're probably getting the first pick somehow anyway. So, on to Milwaukee. We're playing um, in Wisconsin. Road game. There's Gian- Giannis and the Bucks are 6-0. and they a very interesting matchup tomorrow night. To, to well, when this goes live tonight, Raptors versus Bucks, I believe in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Both teams are six and zero. It'll be an interesting look at how Kawhi plays against this new look Bucks team that use a lot of motion, use a lot of screens off the ball to get players open. Um, I saw a stat today. Last year, Giannis and Chris Middleton were second and sixth, respectively, in minutes played. Okay. So far this season, I believe they're in the mid-60s in minutes played. So, it it is a big drop-off for them. They've... Buttonholzer has really, um, really made that team a lot more effective from the floor. Giannis is averaging a career high in both rebounds and points, I believe. First player since Wilt Chamberlain to average 25 points and 15 rebounds through the first six games. So, very, very impressive so far this season. Definitely an early season candidate for MVP. But so is Kawhi Leonard, who's had a resurgent season with the Raptors after taking a year off under Pop. Yeah, um, just back to Giannis uh, for a second and, and our matchup. I think it's we've seen this already this season. Look for Willie to get in early foul trouble, and then we throw the kitchen sink at the guy. Yeah, that's been a, a common theme. Um, what game was that? Was that Denver where he had two or three in the first quarter? Yeah. And then played really limited minutes down the stretch. Yeah. Um, that that's another interesting player for Milwaukee, uh, Brock Lopez, Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez. Correct. We another weird name, uh, but Brooke Lopez has been playing really well. He's shooting fifty percent from the floor, forty percent from three, and a hundred percent from the free throw line. Uh, really a great, de- I mean, pretty good defensive center. One of the original spacing, the floor center, a real good stretch five, and a player who always uh, is a good rebounder, but never has good rebounding totals. But the players around him do, so he always blo- he always boxes out for other players really well. Um, yeah, so yeah, one of those you know things that's definitely helpful for the team that goes unnoticed on the stat sheet. Definitely. So. Another another treat for for you guys. We were thinking we'd take the four matchups this week and link a song to the city, the team, however we wanted to do it. Um, so we got four matchups, like we just said. And if you want to go first, kick it off. Um, up go. first, we have Miami and. When I think of Miami, I always think of the CSI Miami theme song. You get the glasses, you get the, the big coats, and just a crazy scream. Yeah, and the, the cheesy um, the, the cheesy pun that always yeah. kicks it off. 
Yeah. I picked um, Mr. 305 to Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull, Dale, um, International Love. Um, great song. Brings back lots of memories. Um, Miami Heat, Mr. 305, Pitbull. All right, on to the Orlando Magic. What do you got for me? For Orlando, I have the entirety of Fantasia. If you've ever seen Fantasia, an old Disney movie event, they had an orchestra play music live to a a weird magic-themed Mickey Mouse cartoon. Um, Really ties in all the themes of the Disney who own the magic as well as magic so it really ties it all together yeah i picked i uh, went with the the you know kind of easy choice i picked magic man by heart um magic in the title magic is the team uh it seemed like magic an easy is fit. the man magic is the man but not magic johnson not the man in our book uh moving on we have atlanta um i went with a great performance one of the best halftime performances from last season 21 Savage's bank account. Yeah. Um, if the Hawks, you, if, they got shooters ready to gun you down. If you get a chance, look up the performance from last year when he performed at the Hawks game at halftime. He was so out of it, he couldn't remember the lyrics to his own song. Very fun little video. Yeah, for um, for Atlanta, I actually picked... Yeah, it's... Obviously, the 2000... By Usher. Correct. I was... If you would let me finish. I was going to say... Yeah. The, the 2003 hit by Usher. Ludacris. Lil John, Can't forget about the East Side Boys. They're always there doing something with Lil Jon. Um, Peace Up, A-Town Down. Great song for Atlanta. Yeah, um, you, gotta, you gotta be in the club with the homies. Yeah, of course. And finally, we have Milwaukee... Um, a really tough one here. I went with Kanye West's "Lost in the World" because of the feature of Bon Iver. Uh, Not Bon Iver. Yeah. Fun fact. Very strange. It Bon Iver was founded in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So that's close to Milwaukee. Close enough, at least. All right, I picked the uh, close as anybody would want to be to Milwaukee. Correct. I picked the theme from that 70s show, you know, Hello, Wisconsin. Um, that's basically it. That's, who knows what's going on in Milwaukee. Yeah, real not a great art culture in in Milwaukee. Yeah, we're not saying that Sacramento is anything special, but like... At least we have cake. I was just going to say that. Um, Moving on. Yeah, so that was that was our segment. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep this one going. Um, you know, songs for teams. If you guys come up with any better songs for Milwaukee or any of these cities, email us at kingsinthenorthpod at gmail.com. And our last little segment before Dirty Dan's Hot Take, we're looking at uh, Marvin Bagley III's per 36, per 36 rookie ranks. I'm not going to say that five times fast. That's a lot of words. Yeah, the big bag's putting up some solid numbers. Very impressive. Um, pushing 21 points, 20.7 to be exact. As far as rookie ranks, that is second. 
Field goal percentage, 60%. Obviously, he's got a lot of tip-ins, putbacks. That helps the cause. First, 60% will give you first in the league as far as rookie ranks. Uh, for free throws, sorry, yeah, for free throws. Free throws attempted is third with five and a half a game. Um, free, uh, free throw percentage, it's actually not looking too hot. It's seventh at 60%. Missing a decent amount of free throws. That's the one aspect of the game I'd say, you know, we got to work on right now. Um, developing the right hand can be an off-season thing. Free throws, got to start, you know, about to pick that up now. Um, rebounds, 10 boards a game. So per 36 minutes, he's got basically 21 points and 10 boards. Um, rebounds, 10 will give you second in the league as far as rookie ranks. Assists, fifth with two. Steals, second with one and a half. And the area that we talked about earlier, blocks, first with two a game. This, All of this begs the question, is Marvin Bagley going to win Rookie of the Year? You know, I I could see it happening. In, in, in our universe, I could see it happening. Um, he's really shown out this year. I think one of the things that might block him from winning Rookie of the Year is if we get some cold streaks and don't continue winning as we have. Um, however, I mean, Ty- it didn't stop Tyreek from winning Rookie of the Year a few years ago. But I think no record was going to stop a 25-5 and player from winning Rookie exactly. of the Year. Exactly. He could have um, lost 82 games. If he put that up, he still would have won. Yeah, and I think another a big factor to him in the rookie of the year race is not being able to use that right hand down the stretch. I think his efficiency around the rim uh, will really hinder not just his chances, but the team's chances. Um, And you could see that really hurt his possessions and his points per game. If that does happen. Um, However, I, I think it is a close race between him the uh, Trey Young, Luca, uh, Aiton, and Jaron Jackson. Really, all five of the top five picks so far have really looked good. Um, and then you can toss in Mo Bamba in there as well. Not the song. Yeah, who who's shown flashes? Uh, Wendell Carter the third, who's been hot and cold. All these guys have. It's a really good tight race this year. For that rookie of the year spot, because everybody's playing pretty well, it's one of the deepest classes in recent memory. Yeah, I think. I don't think Marvin is going to win rookie of the year. I, 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 but that being said, he's going to be an you know he's going to be that perennial all star. Um. In the years to come, I believe. I think he, he can only, as far as the right hand, he can only get better. Yeah. As far as everything else, he's there. He's he's expanded his range, hitting a couple threes in the last few games. He's shown that he's put the work in in a lot of these skills. Um, that right hand is just a big question. He's, even when he's rolling, posting up on the left, rolling across the lane to his right, he still tries to finish with these awkward left-handed finishes. Instead of doing the easy thing and using the right hand to just do a little dump-in finish. Um, even when he drives to the hole on the right-hand side, he's still trying to use his left. 
And I, I think that ultimately will be a detriment. But the more that he gets forced to do that in games, and the more that he does that in practices like this little stretch that we've had between Friday night and tomorrow, uh, he'll, he'll continue to improve. Again, before we get on to Dirty Dan's Hot Take of the Week, we have for you our Players of the Week, hand-selected by us. Um, for me, it was Justin Jackson. Uh, a guy that's a, who... That's a new name. Yeah, really. Player of the Week. Really, his best week in a his year career. plus of basketball with the Kings. Probably not his best week in his career, as that would have probably been winning the NCAA tournament with... North Carolina. Professional career. as a professional, easily his best week. Uh, He played very well in all three games. Put up a a great amount. I think shot 9 of 11 against Denver. Mm -hmm. And then in the second and third games, didn't shoot the most efficiently. But was extremely just a a great lockdown defender against a couple of of middle-of-the-road Small forwards, guys like uh, Kyle Anderson, guys like uh, Otto Otto Porter Jr. So really showed out, had a a great week, looked like he was having fun out there, didn't look like he was thinking about it too much, Mm -hmm. which is all you can ask for from the, the young gun. Yeah, definitely, you know, definitely a solid pick. Um, I'm going to go with Nemanja Bielitsa. Yeah, they, um, Doug and, and, and Grant Napier talked about this a little bit um, during the Washington game. This guy offers so much more than you expected. Obviously, we know he's a knockdown shooter, but he's, you know, decent on rotations, a, a solid defensive player, and just gives you a huge spark, whether, you know, it's in the starting role or coming off the bench. He, he kind of just, you know, it's he's instant offense, um, 26 points in the Washington game. Uh, fun to watch. Great name. Great nickname. Nemanja Bielitsa. Belly. You're my weak MVP. Kind of a, an interesting thing I've noticed. He looks like Jim Jeffries if Jim Jeffries was sober. So, uh, pay attention to that. Let, take a look. Tell us what you think. Um, finally, in a bit of team news... The Kings exercised their option, the rookie option, on De'Aaron Fox, Harry Giles, Buddy Heald, Justin Jackson, and Scal LeBissier, meaning that all five of those players will be rejoining the Kings for at least two more seasons. Uh, I really think that's a good idea. It'll be nice to see all these players continue to develop and grow. So, yeah, let's, let's hope that these picks pan out, which so far they look like they have. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, like us and give us a good review and rating on iTunes. It really helps us out. And don't forget to get out there and vote in the midterm election. And that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Good day, lads.